Hey everybody, welcome to the Player's Take. It's your host, Montreal. Uh, my co-host, Justin, is out for vacation. Hope you have a vacation and happy birthday to him. His birthday was this past weekend. And once again, he didn't tell our group chat that it was his birthday. Um, so, yeah, so uh, we post every Saturday, or I'm sorry, every Friday at 6 a.m. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app of choice. Uh, you can send questions to uh, the players take zero one at gmail.com or you can go to our uh, Twitter, which is the same thing. Um, or you can reach me on Twitter, which is at I trap for the Hokage. That's the number four, not the word. Or you can uh, contact Justin, which is at Thundernut zero one. Uh, so let's just get straight into it. Uh, I have a lot to do tomorrow, so I am actually going to try to hurry up and go through this. Um, not too much, though. Um, yeah, it's just been a really rough week and stuff like that for me. So, um, yeah, but I have been playing a lot of video games. Uh, it was just my vacation as well. So I've been continuing that and trying to do that. Um, so I'm going to get right into it and the games I've been playing. Uh, I really don't have any icebreakers. I do have something, a little bit of a conversation piece uh, later on, but we'll get to it when we get to it here. Uh, so the first game I've been playing is Ninja Guidance. Ninja Gaiden Sigma. So I did download the Ninja Gaiden collection, like I said last week. Um, I went on a download spree because they Xbox had everything 80% off, like 50 to 80% off. Uh, so I got a lot of games like really fucking cheap. Um, so Ninja Gaiden uh, collection was one of them. Uh, actually, the I was going to buy Mega Man Zero uh, ZX. And that just went off sale. I meant to buy it, but it just went off sale. Uh, that collection was on sale. Like all the Mega Man collections were on sale. Like it was a lot of shit on sale. Um, but anyway, getting back to Ninja Gaiden. Uh, so this game is a. It's a. This action game actually holds up very well compared to like action games of the day. Like it's crazy how, hold, how well it holds up. Uh, there are a few minor like things that irritate me. Like sometimes the camera angles like kind of switch on you mid combat uh, because it's trying to get the best cinematic view. Of, of the of the area that you're fighting in it's that real old devil may cry three uh type type camera angle um if you guys play devil may cry three um but the action is just still solid the animations are fucking gorgeous like i i can't believe this game like the only thing that changed they added content so you can play as um rachel which is like the giant big boobed fucking um hammer girl you can play as her or whatever and i think you can play as somebody else i didn't get far enough in it um, but from what I remember, uh, there were a lot of, they added a lot of content from what I remember. Uh, the game is super frustrating. It was one boss that I had a lot of issues with, <laughs> uh, it w- I, and I don't remember having issues with them in Ninja Gaiden Black. And it was the boss, uh, that was on the float that had like this Gatling gun, like, uh, lightning thing going on. And I, I don't remember having issues with this boss like that, but he was whooping my ass, but I beat him. Um, and then all the other bosses uh, so far that I fought have been kind of easy. Um, but I did get tired of the game because, like I said, I already beat Ninja Gaiden. I beat Ninja Gaiden. And I beat Ninja Gaiden Black. I never played Sigma. And I heard Sigma's easy. So I kind of put this down halfway through and because I, I really wanted to play Ninja Gaiden 2. Um, back when I first got it, I actually still have the original Ninja Gaiden 2 um, somewhere in my Xbox 360 collection i never finished it but i wanted to finish um i wanted to play ninja guy into sigma because i heard it add a lot of stuff and man i forgot how much of a a crazy like 
upgrade Ninja Gaiden 2 is, or Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2. I'm just going to call it Ninja Gaiden 2 from now on. I forgot how much of upgrading the action and the animations are and how fluid it is. Like, your dodge animation is so much more fluid than the original uh, Ninja Gaiden and everything. Like, it's crazy. They added a lot more stuff. Uh, it's like the combat is way more versatile. Um and a lot of the weapons and you got like air you got like legit air combos and stuff like that i'm still disappointed that you can't switch weapons mid combat but i don't think you can do that in any of the ninja guidance and uh even ninja guy in three rages which i heard is the the worst one i haven't played that one but i heard that's the like the worst one you can't switch combos uh, you can't switch uh uh, weapons mid combo which is kind of disappointing so if they ever were to bring the series back i wish they would do that um but I stopped playing. I was enjoying the game. Then I stopped playing because you actually play as one of the additional characters in the game. And I don't know if you did that in the original game or not. Um, but I don't really like her combat. But I'm going to hurry up and try to get through it so I can keep playing as Hayabusa. Um, but you can play as like Ayana or Ayane. And I think you can also play as Kasumi. That may be Ninja Gaiden 3. You can play as Kazumi. Um, but they did add a lot of stuff to it. And um and Ninja Gaia Sigma. So you got different outfits. You can play as different characters. You can go through it and play as different characters and everything like that. So I think that's that's really fucking cool. Uh, and yeah, like the action, man, it still holds up to today. Like, it's still better than like a lot of today's action games. Like, I, I still, I'm still in shock and awe that these games were made in the, first the original Xbox and then the 360. Because uh, I still have uh, Ninja Gaia in black for the original Xbox. Um and then I have a uh, obviously I have Ninja Gaiden Sigma or Ninja Gaiden Two for the 360. And like I said, I can't believe these games still hold up like 10, 15 years later. Like these are still like the goat um, uh, action games. I mean, Team Ninja is still holding up their legacy with the shit, you know, with the shitty ass story because the story is shit. Like. 100% shit. You do not play Team Ninja games for the story. You play those games for 100%. The fucking uh <laughs> the action um let's be honest like neo's story isn't the best i didn't play neo i played neo one um but i really wasn't really into it for the story um but neo two story isn't the best i mean your character is like just going through uh feudal japan and stuff like that and you know linking up with a lot of the uh japanese like real japanese figures in japan at that time and everything like that and focusing on taking over japan uh so yeah but yeah, th these guys, ha I, I can't believe uh, these guys were, like, bad at the, I can't believe these guys made Metro Other M, like, but even looking at Metro Other M, that game's action was really good, it was just the controls or shit, uh, oh, sorry, I do have a delivery coming through, so I'm gonna pause it right here, alright, and we're back, yeah, um, so, uh, yeah, I still can't, I still can't uh, believe that, like, the, you know, Team Ninja made these games and things of that nature. So I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I may have to step out one more time for another delivery coming through, guys. But uh, I'll probably edit that edit that out. You probably won't even know. Um, but <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so the next game I've been playing is Lost Judgment. So if you guys play the Yakuza games, it's from the same team that made the Yakuza games. Um, I'm, I, I actually enjoyed the game a lot. Uh, I think I enjoy it a little bit more than the Yakuza games. The Yakuza games do have a little bit more fun to them. Um, but the action and the combat, it's like a beat em up game. Uh, it's a lot more fluid here, um, but I haven't played. All I play is Yakuza Kiwami, so I'm going to go back and play the other ones because I know the combat is way better in the, in the later Yakuza games, like uh, even 2, 3, and 4, 5, 6, 7, and 6. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I actually like Lost Judgment. I think it's like it's like it's like I'm playing like an anime almost, like a not a, even an anime, like a a Japanese drama. That's why I feel like I'm playing like a detective drama, but it has action and everything like that. And you can like you know, because you're not actually I say the last weekend you were a cop, but you're not actually a cop. You're a lawyer who owns his own uh private detective business. Uh, so I think that's really cool, um, in that aspect. So, <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna try to continue playing this game and everything of that nature to see what's going on, um, just because I like the combat a lot, and I think it's really cool. Uh, and I think the story is really cool. I think the act, the voice acting is really great. It sounds like an anime, so people, some people don't like it because of that, um. Particularly Deanna, she was watching me play and she really didn't like it too much uh, because it's she said it was like bad acting and stuff like that. Which, let's be honest, all fucking uh, <laughs> anime is like bad acting. Not all of it, but a lot of it is. Um, so, uh, yeah. And let's see. The next game I've been playing is Outer Worlds. So I have some beefs with this game. First of all, let me get the like the straights out. I, I got this game also through the Xbox sale or whatever. It was only like 14 bucks or something like that. And it's probably all these games that I mentioned too are like, this is not a paid Xbox fucking podcast, by the way. Uh, it's on Game Pass for like free. I think now. I'm not sure. But yeah. Anyway, uh, I played the game and I like it a lot. It reminds me of like, it's, it's made by Obsidian. And it has that obsidian flair. Like the writing is really good. The characters are funny. Uh, the interactions are funny. It's that futuristic, like, you know, um, it's a futuristic. It's like space. It's in space, but it's in the future. But it's like if the future was, it's like if the future was stuck in the 50s, if that makes any sense. Or it's the 50s version of what, of what they thought the future would be like. And that's what the, the setting is. Um, so like you're like the you, your colony is ran by all these corporations or whatever, like particularly one corporation uh, runs a lot of the, all this whole colony and everything of that nature. Um, and you have to sign a term service uh, when you work with them. And even when you're born, when your kids are born, they have to sign a term service. Uh, so it's like very like, you know, corporate. And what if corporations took over everything uh, like for instance, like, what if SpaceX had a fucking, you know, colony and shit like that? And you work for SpaceX and you work for the colony um, and everything of that nature. So it's very, like, oligarchy in that in that aspect. Uh, and I like it. I like the messaging that it has. But it's not, like, so hard. It's not hitting you in the head with that messaging. It's just, like, an overarching narrative and everything of that nature. So I, without getting into too much spoilers, I think Justin has his game and everything of that nature. So I like the game a lot. It's a very, like, standard uh Bethesda RPG Bethesda Obsidian RPG even though Bethesda's no nothing had nothing to do with this. I don't want to compare it to Fallout New Vegas and things of that nature, but it does have uh good writing compared to Fallout New Vegas. I think the thing is I'm I'm and I'm trying to figure out why I'm not like super in love with the game, even though the game is like kind of bigger than Fallout New Vegas and Fallout games in general. Oh, and also some of the original people from Fallout worked on this game as well. So it just has like some really good writing and things of that nature. Um, the combat is meh. You know, it's like a standard first person shooter um, RPG. Uh, 
it's like you know it's, it's a way better improved version of new vegas in my in my opinion um you get the wacky weapons and things of that nature uh they have some version of bats that they have and everything of that nature um and it's more it's a little bit more fast-paced um but in my opinion like it kind of suffers because it they don't have any like powers you don't have any powers or anything like that and i thought that would have been cool if you had powers now granted new vegas does not have powers at all like you don't have any new powers or anything like that or uh anything like uh anything of that nature but i think like they could have pushed the genre forward in that aspect i think that's what i'm missing i'm missing the evolution of the genre and i really want this genre or the style of gaming to evolve um and I think this game is missing it. I think they played it really safe and they did a really good job with the, I love the world, uh, the worlds, I should say, because you, you visit multiple worlds in this game. Uh, the people that you encounter, the dialogue options are crazy. Your character's not voiced. It's a silent protagonist. Um, sort of, kind of, you pick what you, your character says, but everyone who's talking to you, they're fully voiced and everything. And you have, like, sometimes you have over, six or seven options to choose from when you're talking to people it's insane um your 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 skills as far as talking and everything like charisma and you know intelligence and science really matters when you're talking to people uh and things of that nature so it's like it's a really really good um i would say next to last gen when i mean last gen i mean like xbox one ps4 uh style game uh you can definitely tell uh i wish and the graphics are really good even on the series x they they do the upscaling thing so it's like what if the game was made on the series x type deal uh, i don't know if they do it on the playstation 4 version or playstation 5 version um but they do do it on the on the xbox version um that's what i'm planning on so i do think the xbox version is a superior version um but in that aspect, like there is no third person mode, which is very disappointing because you have a really, a really decent character creator, in my opinion. So you can see your character um, when you go to the pause menu or you can press the idle settings. And when your character standing still, the camera will pan around your character. Um, but the, the game is 100 percent in first person, um, which is kind of disappointing because. Even in the Fallout games and the Oblivion games, I run around in third person and then I do my combat in first person. Um, <clears throat> and that's just how I play the game. I think that's how they, these games should be played. Um, and they never release like a third person mod or any kind of thing of that nature. So I'm hoping Outer Worlds 2 uh, steps that up because that to me, like, I was trying to think why. And I, I don't think it's the game, I don't think it's the world. Like, I love the new, I love Fallout's world. Um, but this world is very intriguing as well. It's not run down or anything, but you will run into parts of the colony that are run down and everything of that nature, uh, where like shit's just fucked up and situations they're in are fucked up and everything of that nature. But I think what's really taking me out of it is the first person. This, like, I love first person shooters, but I really want to see my character and like the cool armor you get to put on, and you get to see the armor you put on and everything of that nature as well when you go into the pause menu or the inventory menu. But it's like, I want to see that while I'm running around talking to people and fighting and everything of that nature. And you can't do that in the game. And I think that's that that really breaks the surprisingly breaks the immersion factor for me, because um, then the game just becomes all about stats and everything of that nature. And I, I don't think that's particularly fun. And it comes about the role playing. You're role playing the character. And I'm actually like role playing my character. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, certain things um, that's missing from that.
from that aspect of the game, which I I think uh like that New Vegas and Fallout have. I think that third person mode really add that perspective really adds a layer of gameplay. Um, you know that quite frankly that needs to be there at this point. Um, yeah. So that that's my only gripe with the game. Um, but besides that, I think it's a great game. It's a fantastic game. I I put like maybe fifteen hours into it so far. Fifteen, yeah, maybe about fifteen twenty hours into it so far. And um, yeah, I have no complaints about it. But but the complaints that I did have just now, <laughs> just back then. Uh, so I've been playing League of Legends and I mean standard shit climbing. Um, I'm like I said, I've been playing different champions and the games a little bit better and everything of that nature. Um. There are some characters that are just so out of whack, and I mean that's just standard shit in these type of games. So it is what it is. So I'm about to move on to the news now, and we actually do have some a bit of news here. I wish Justin was here. Um, so let's see. <clears throat> so the first thing we have here, I, this is just like a little. It's not a throwaway, but I thought it was very interesting. Was uh the meta's metaverse rather. Or Meta, which is AKA also used to be Facebook, is losing a billion dollars a month on the Metaverse dream. So uh, it looks like the units uh, Quest Two isn't really selling, even though it's priced at like a yeah. So I'm trying to see what the Quest Two uh, prices are real quick. I know they upped the price for a hundred dollars. So yeah, yeah. So. It's losing a lot of money now because they used to be priced at two ninety nine. Now they're priced at three ninety nine. Um, you can still find some. the The two hundred fifty six gig version are priced at three ninety nine, and then there's one that is priced at four ninety nine at, at Walmart. Uh, but this is like really hurting the VR because like PlayStation's VR is super accessible right now, and I think other VRs are super accessible as well. Um, I still don't, I still think three hundred dollars is a really good price point to get into VR, especially the metaverse and things of that nature. But yeah, according to this article, it's just killing it. Um, it's killing uh, Facebook or Meta right now, and they also been losing money elsewhere. So I don't know, man. Um, hopefully, they can like pick it up because i do i know a couple like a year or two ago i was really against vr but i think vr is really cool really sick um i'm seeing normal people get into vr and everything of that nature i'm i'm glad that it's kind of stepping away from the pc and everything of that nature and um you don't have to have a pc you can have a ps4 now or you can have like a you know the oculus rift is just that you know it, it is the console itself and i think that's really fucking cool um but yeah, they uh, they got to pick it up. They got to do something about that. And I wish Justin was here to give his input on it. Um, but yeah, so far they only rate them for uh, $452 million this quarter, um, but they're losing like a billion dollars almost each quarter uh, or, or a month rather. It's, it's actually wild. And they lost $10 billion last year. So um, it's not looking so good for them right now. Uh, combined with everything else they're doing in the news, I'm I'm not surprised. I I, I would be surprised that this lasts another three to four years. They abandon this project, um, but yeah, look out for that. Uh, so the next thing, I so I tried to let this develop and everything of that nature, uh, for a while. And my food's gonna be here in about five minutes, guys. I'm sorry. Um, but and I wanted to wait for Justin to get here, but we can probably talk. We are going to talk about it here again because news is probably going to come out later next week about this. So, uh, someone posted on the near 
Altometer subreddit, a room that was in Copied City. Now, I've been to Copied City. I haven't beaten, beaten the game. I got very far in the game. I think I'm like maybe like 75% through the game uh, before I stopped playing. And in Copied City, uh, you fight all these, you know, all these robots or androids and everything of that nature. But someone discovered a hidden room that's been there for the last five years, according to this player. Now, the thing is, this game is available on PC, but the community has not figured out how to really mod it to the way that the way it looks on this game. I think they they know how to do the character models and everything of that nature, but they don't know how to really manipulate levels and uh and like some of the AI for the enemies and stuff like that. But this door was discovered and everything of that nature. And, uh, you know, the, they discovered it and they posted it. And it just keeps getting more weirder because everyone is like looking and trying to see if like, if it's like a hack or if it's a mod or something of that nature. Um, people are trying to recreate it. Um People are data mining their own games and everything of that nature. Data mining the PS4 version of the game. They can't find this this uh sec- the secret room anywhere in their games, uh, except for this uh, secret user who, who had it. So I don't know what's going on, and it's kind of sparking a debate if it's even real or not. Um, but I just thought it was very interesting. Like that, w- and it the re- the reason why it's so funny is because it's not uh, Yoko Taro. It's not you can't put that past him. He might do some shit like that where he might put it in certain copies of the game. Like he might do some shit like that. Um, so we don't know yet. Um, it's still a developing story and everything of that nature. So uh we'll see how how that develops. So I actually am gonna stop right here real quick because my food's about to come up in about five minutes here. Uh or no, I can keep going. I keep going. Yeah, I keep going. Uh, so yeah, so actually I'm going to stop right here cause they're about to pull up. So just give me about two minutes guys and I'll be right back. I'll probably edit this out anyway, so don't worry about it. All right. So, uh, next on the list here is, uh, Diablo Immortal earns over $1 million on mobile phones alone. So we don't know what they earned on pc yet but we do know they earned over a hundred million dollars on mobile and i think the game just released a couple of weeks ago uh so that is crazy that it's still getting this amount of money uh it looks like it said which set up the cost of the player to be fine yeah so it looks like um <laughs> the game is crazy because it costs over 500 grand to fully max out a character in one go um so i'm pretty sure that's like if you buy everything that's how much it costs to max out a character. I think somebody, like we discussed last week or a week before, somebody spent about fourteen grand and then they quit the game. Um, but yeah, so this is very interesting to me because it's not necessarily the same thing. Um, even though it's not really a gotcha game, I think gotcha games are crazy in, in the same sense. Um, so by com- by com- comparison, this is the fat the third fastest earner. Um, or oh, as it did the same amount of money as Fire Emblem Heroes did in 10 weeks. It did in eight weeks, but uh, Fire Emblem Heroes did it in 10 weeks. Uh, but I say that because they're so they're getting about one million dollars a day conservatively from this. Um, but this brings me to my other point. I was kind of debating with people online about uh, video game culture in general, as far as like our spending habits and 
uh, wanting more from the games that you get or whatever or um, something of that nature. And I was just, you know, I mean, you know, it was the standard bullshit of Madden and 2K and things of that nature. And I can understand the argument for 2K because 2K does change their games every every year. Like they improve upon something drastically. Like there's sometimes there's a drastic difference between 2K you know, 18 or 2K19 or 2K20 to 2K21. There's a super difference, right? Madden, I really can't honestly say that. Like, they may have done the super change this year with the Madden. Um, I don't fucking know what it's called with the special edition Madden in honor of actual John Madden. Uh, but I I can't really say that for Madden because you know all they have is like Ultimate Team and then they have like a you know piss poor franchise mode that's been the same thing and then they've been caught copying and pasting the game like they've literally been caught that and um. I don't even know how the subject came up like last week or whatever. Um, but I just got really tired of it. I, I called a lot of people out on a lot of shit, like the Destiny community. I called people out. I called the um the Doken community out. I called them out and um sports gamers and anime gamers, I call it like all of them out, whatever. Um at least anime gamers, right? They get one game that's not really like it's trash. But it's like that one game, right? It's 60 bucks and they get it and they go about their business. Like sports gamers, y'all would play for the same game or whatever. So that leads me back to this where it's like we are willingly, willfully, like I watch gameplay of Doken, like Dragon Ball Z, Doken, and all those other ones and everything like that. And those games are not fun. Like I don't, bro, it's, it's literally bejeweled with like a Goku animation behind it. And people are really trying to convince me that those games are fun and i don't get it like genshin impact right they have that is an egregious microtransaction machine right they have fun gameplay behind that shit and you can play the entire game with like just that one character you bought i think or the four characters they give you or some shit like that and people are trying to tell me like yeah i can do the same thing with doken and everything like that nature madden ultimate team you cannot do that shit and people were telling me like you can't even play online like uh against other players in 2k without buying vc like they won't even people won't even look at you if you don't have like your gear in order it's like it's almost like i don't know like i don't know how to say it like it's just we built it like uh, uh, an economy or expectation on 2k where they just people don't fuck with you if you don't have the bread like if you don't got the money like i ain't playing with you bro because you your vc points whack your character stats is whack you're gonna be a, a detriment to my team and i think that's crazy because i remember when 2k had the vc points but you earned them strictly through the uh the story mode uh of my player and people were like, oh, and I was like, well, you know, the roster, you can change the roster. Like, people don't play 2K for, you know, the roster. And I get that. I, I don't play 2K for, like, you know, free play or whatever the case or exhibition mode and everything like that. I just play it for my player. But I just think that's really fucking crazy that you can't even play online without paying for money. Like, you got to get the ultimate edition of whatever 2K. You got to get 100,000 VC points to upgrade your character. And then even Madden, like, to me, there's no excuse for Madden, like at all. You can you can sit there. You, I see people bitch every fucking year on Twitter, every fucking year about Madden on Twitter, bro. But everybody still buys the game, bro. And then people are calling me broke. They're like, "Oh man, you must be broke because you don't want to pay these gotcha games." And I'm like, "Bro, 
they're gotcha games. They're it's literally in the title. Gotcha. Like they got your motherfucking wallet. Like that's what it is. Like I don't understand how we're defending it. Like people are defending their addiction. Like it's a literally an addiction. Like to spend money. And I understand, like, you know, well, I'm spending money on stuff I like and whatever like that. But I is it's actually harming like the gaming community in as a whole because now like everything has microtransactions in it because people can't control their urge not to spend and or not demand more for their games. And I guess it's a it's a statement to be made. Like this this is what I want. I have fun playing this. Like you're playing, you're gambling. Like you're literally you're literally gambling, but they but Instead of getting like actual money back, you're getting dopamine back because that's all you're getting. You're getting digital goods that don't mean shit outside the platform that you bought it on, outside the game economy that you bought it on. And that's crazy to me. Like it's like it's like CSGO, but at least CSGO, you can cha- you can like sell your skins for real money on the Steam market. Like you can do that for real fucking money or buy other games or whatever the case may be. But you can't do that here on these game platforms. I don't understand how people don't see that. That's crazy. Like, I don't mind, like, like cosmetic DLC and things of that nature. Like, that's cool. Like, I would still rather, like, to unlock stuff, like, through hitting means. Like, you know how we used to do back in the day. But I don't understand that day's long gone. But, like, Fortnite, like, you can buy skins and everything like that. And that's cool for me. Like, I, I don't care. Like, Apex, you can buy skins. Because it really doesn't change the game. Well, that's a whole different conversation for Apex. But it really doesn't change the game. But I can play the the entire game with default skins and be fine. Um, but like for other games, like you can't play through. Like you can play through Genshin Impact with the same characters. It might be stale, but you can do it. You can play through. From what I heard, you can play through Doken with this, with like the free characters and everything like that. But you have to roll to get like S tier characters, and it's just weird to me. It's just so fucking weird to me. Um, and everyone's just oh fucking okay with it like everybody's literally okay with it and i decided after that conversation i had i'm never talking about it like this is the last time i'm talking about it because people are okay with like getting fucked over like it is what it is i'm done fighting the system because y'all are so in the system it's like whatever and this is proof like people know that diablo immortal is just fucking it's terrible like people know that or not terrible, the gameplay maybe not terrible, but like the microtransactions are bad. We've been knowing about this game for the last four years, and people are still flocking to it and still spending millions, of, not even thousands anymore, millions of dollars on this game. And that's just crazy to me. Like the backlash this game got, and we are still paying millions. We just showed these developers like, hey, we don't know what the fuck we want. We don't know what the fuck we need to do. So I... It's just crazy to me, personally. Um, I don't know what to say. Um, like I said, like 2K has an excuse and everything of that nature. I just think the VC thing is still fucking crazy to me. Like, that's crazy. Like, you're gatekeeping people because you can't, you know, win the game without that or whatever. But I don't know. Winning the, paying to win the games is kind of wild to me. And no, everybody's okay with, okay with that. Like, everybody's okay with pay to win. And... I just, I can't get with it. But yeah, uh, that was that story. Uh, so we're moving on to delays now. So we do have some delays here. Um, so uh, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide has been delayed to the end of fall. Um, I didn't really read the article why, but I did see that. I saw it on the timeline that it got delayed. Um, <clears throat> so it looks like it's going to be coming to 
that would be the PC launch. Uh, the Xbox Series X launch will, will be shortly happening after the PC launch. So it looks like it's going to be coming. Uh, it was supposed to launch on the 13th, it looks like. But now it's been moved to uh, 13th of September, rather. I'm sorry. But now it's been moved to the 30th. Uh, it looks like they just they had some bugs. They got to they got, got work through some bugs and everything of that nature. They need more stability and everything. Uh, looks like the beta. They did have like a closed beta, I think, and um, yeah, they were trying to learn from like the closed beta and everything of that nature. Uh, and uh, looks like these. This is the same team that made Vermintide and Vermintide Two. So I'm actually very interested in playing this game because I, you know, I didn't like Vermintide and Vermintide Two. The I didn't like the uh, um, like the game was fine. I it just wasn't my type of like horde style shooter. Um, but this one looks like my my type of horde style like shooter first person shooter thing. Uh, Vermintide really wasn't the shooter per se. It was like a more so just like a horde style game. You had like classes and you fought with those classes. Um, it was like almost like an adventure mode of like you know how you have different classes in fucking um and Mass Effect, but it's Vermintide or it's work it's Warhammer. Uh, it's not 40k. It's just original Warhammer. So yeah. Um, but I just thought that was interesting that they pushed it back to the 30th. Um, I don't know if it's anything else coming around that time. There might be another game coming around that time as well. Um, but it's launching on PC. And then shortly after that, it will launch on um, on Xbox Series X. But it looks like that's going to be coming at a later date. I don't know if this game is coming to PlayStation. I think they have a time exclusive with Xbox. And then it's going to come to PlayStation. Uh, so this one... Hurt my heart. Um, so Knights of the Old Republic, Couture, man. Uh looks like it got delayed indefinitely. Uh so this was revealed by I think Jason Schwire revealed this one. Um so they did show a vertical slice to the studio, like Lucasfilms and Sony. And then the following week, the art director Jason Miner and the the, the design director Brad Prince were both fired from the studio. Uh Prince indicated on his LinkedIn page that the termination was not expected. Writing things can be very uh, things can change very fast in one day. I am no longer working with Aspire and uh, looking for work. So uh, there were a lot of things surrounding. I mean, we don't we still don't know what happened around this. Um, from what we heard, uh, the sources at Bloomberg were not impressed with the vertical slice they got so the vertical slice is like a little section of the, of the game or they make us a, a quick demo of the game uh to present to people so it can get greenlit um so it looks like they weren't happy with the game um well not just the vertical slice but they weren't happy with where the game was coming up to um it was supposed to be released i think later on this year or maybe early next year or uh, late next year um but it's got moved all the way back to 2025 and that's crazy um, and they weren't happy with the time and the money put into creating it. And I guess they fired those two people. Um, so they says, they say it's going to be launched with 2025, but realistically it looks like, uh, there have been employees of Aspire, uh, Aspire, is it Aspire? It's Aspire. But it looks like employees of Aspire have uh, report, have been reportedly saying that the game is seeking, or the company itself is seeking new projects, and the remake could be moved to a different director or a different developer altogether. Um, possibly, 
Aspire Saber, a parent company, Saber Interactive, which is a, a subsidiary of uh, Embracer Group. So they, it looks like they reached out to Aspire, but they haven't got any kind of like word back yet. Um, so this was earlier. This news was two days ago. So hopefully when Justin comes back, like uh, we can we'll get some more news on this or whatever. But it looks like, uh, yeah, uh, it's dead. Uh, it looks like it's dead unless we get anything. I doubt that that 2025 is coming. And if it is, it's probably not going to be the same game that whatever their original vision was us uh, if it was it's going if it's going to be made by a new team so it sucks um but it is what it is i really didn't have my fingers crossed and i'm just very negative towards this i'm sorry y'all like i am very disappointed that this game wasn't coming kind of it kind of hurt my heart like a little bit um i was really looking forward to this game to be honest with you and um i don't know man like it seems like they they cannot like they can't get a good. It's like Katuric won't ever come back, in my opinion. I don't think he'll ever come back. Uh, I think a lot of people think the game's overrated and everything of that nature. And uh, it's like it's like one of the old Pokemon games. Like when we played it at at the time, it was like groundbreaking. But if you go back and play it now, you're like, uh. And I don't feel like that. I still feel like the writing in that game is really good. The gameplay, yes, is not that good. Uh, it's still fun. It's like it has a classic CRPG style gaming, in my opinion. And it's still fun to see lightsabers and everything like that. You don't control your character. You could control your character directly, but it's like they're moving in real time and you put actions in the queue. And then that's what happens in the, in the queue or whatever for the action to happen. So that's like classic CRPG style. Um, so I don't know. You can pause the uh, combat and everything, and you know this. It's also available on PC, iOS, and I think it's actually on the plat- uh, current console platforms as well. I know you can definitely get on the Switch, um, but I don't know what to tell y'all, man. Like I think that's just really crazy. I really want to know what happened. Like the first thing that came to mind for me was allegations. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's the first thing that came to mind for me. Um, but I think that would have been leaked out if that was the case. I don't think it was allegations. I think it was actually something to do with either maybe like they fought with the higher ups or um, something, some kind of internal dispute with the game itself. I think it was actually within the game with with the game itself for the first time. No allegations or anything like that. But we'll see um, when it comes out. But yeah, I think that's all I got for today. So I do have the Metacritic score. So just to give y'all a brief synopsis, me and Justin do a Metacritic score. We guess the Metacritic like the next popular game. And um, the next popular game coming out, or major release, I'd say, major release game coming out uh, that me and him both were interested in was Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And the Metacritic scores have been out for the game. And it looks like I may have won. Uh, I got to the closest without, who got to the closest without going over. It looks like that was me. Um, so the Metacritic score is 89. Uh, that's critic reviews. We don't have the, um, we don't have the user score yet, um, because obviously it hasn't been released yet. Day of recording, uh, be released tomorrow, which is Friday, the 29th of July. Uh, but yeah, Metacritic score uh, for critical reviews, sixty-eight reviews, um, and it's at eighty-nine. So I guessed eight point five, and Justin guessed an eight. So I guess this time, this is like the first time I won. I think. So yeah, I win this time. So 
Um, I'm actually surprised that it got this high because a lot of people, I asked a lot of people online uh, or on my Twitter rather why they don't like Xenoblade. And I think the, synop- the primary synopsis I got is yeah, it's too big. Uh, the quest, the side quests were like overwhelming and the combat system, especially in two, was like overwhelming. Um, and it's like standard RPG tropes, uh, JRPG tropes. So I, th- I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, let me, let me, know what you guys think um like i said you can reach us at uh you know you can so if you can <laughs> like review and subscribe to the show i want you to share this with your with your friends if you guys please can because i'm really trying to grow the show really trying to grow the show i think we got a good thing going here um and we want to branch off to other avenues but we still want to keep the show the main focus so we want to talk to other people and get other people's point of views i get dj's point of view he was supposed to come online today but i decided not to do that because i have to record and then i heard him get off eat maybe play like one hour of video games uh you know take a shower and then go to bed because i gotta get up at like five o'clock in the morning um but yeah share this with your friends uh my twitter handle is i trap for the hokage uh that's number four not the word um and Justin's at Justin is Thundernut01. So that's the obviously the numbers. Um <clears throat> and your question can be sent at the players take zero one. I'm sorry, the players take zero one at gmail.com. Uh, or you can also reach us at the players take um on Twitter. All right, so thank you guys and I hope you guys have a good day.